the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal too. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody for that matter teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children simply based on the color of their skin. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant and they're targeting even younger children. These kids need to hear that no one is born this way. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to my four-minute daily commentaries right here Monday through Friday on the Word Columbus at 1020 a.m. Eastern Time. And also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to learn more about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Today we're going to catch up with one uh, of our favorite people, Josh Mandel, who is a Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate here in Ohio and one of our favorite people. he uh, Josh served as state treasurer of Ohio from 2011 to 2019. He is a former city councilman and was a member of the Ohio House of Representatives. And he also served two tours as an intelligence specialist in the U.S. Marines in Iraq. He is a candidate for the seat being vacated by Senator Rob Portman. Welcome back to Mission America Radio, Josh. Hey, thanks, Linda. Thanks for everything you do to stand up for life and faith and the Judeo-Christian bedrock of this country. Well, thank you, Josh. That's awfully nice of you to say. And uh, thank you for running a probably seemingly endless campaign uh, in this very difficult time. And I just want to start out by just saying, how is the campaign going? Campaign's going so well. We're, we're in the lead. And we are running the campaign through churches. And I think the main reason we're running or we're winning is because instead of running the campaign through traditional Republican Party groups, we are running the campaign through houses of worship. And, you know, my deep felt feeling is that with everything going on in this country, with all the evil in the world and the evil in Washington, 
we're not going to save America through political offices. We're going to save America through prayer and by putting pastors over politicians and by putting Christian activists over, you know, the media. And so that's what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, when we first started running our campaign, Linda, through churches, my opponents on the Republican side were laughing at me. The media was ridiculing me. The the squishy establishment Republican groups um, were condescending on me. But I can tell you this, they're not laughing anymore. Uh, we are drawing hundreds of Christian activists and patriots to our church town halls all throughout the state of Ohio. Uh, in fact, one of the main reasons we're winning this race is because of that base of Christian warriors throughout the state who are backing my campaign. Um, I believe that the secular left and the radical left are, are, are engaging in an all-out assault on the Judeo-Christian bedrock of America. And it's one of the reasons why we can't afford to send these wimpy, weak, rhino Republicans to Washington. Now we got to send fighters, and that's what I am. In, in the in the ilk of a Jim Jordan or a Ted Cruz, I am a fighter, and that's why we're receiving this incredible support from pastors and Christian activists throughout the state. Well, you you proved that you really are a fighter, even when back uh, 10, 15 years ago when it wasn't as difficult as it is now. It was still difficult, but you stood up for, for instance, Christian prayer in uh, in the uh, uh, Ohio State House when uh, you know when that I was did. an amazing thing to do. And I I remember thinking at the time that is such a bold thing uh, to to do in this climate. And of course today it would be unbelievable. But you have endorsements. You've just announced uh, endorsements from. 114 pastors across Ohio. It may be more by now. Uh, tell us about that. It's, it's more by now. So, yeah, like I was mentioning, you know, the mantra of our campaign is pastors over politicians. And so instead of trying to get the endorsements of, uh, you know, a bunch of random state reps and state senators and county commissioners, and no disrespect to them, they're good people, what we're trying to do is instead get the endorsements and the support of pastors. And so we've had this outpouring of support from pastors who are they're ready to get political from the pulpit. And they stand up on the pulpit and they bring me up there and they say, listen, even though our church cannot endorse as a 501c3 organization, I am a, an American citizen. And in my capacity as an American citizen, I am proud to support and endorse Josh Mandel for U.S. Senate. He has stood up for Christian prayer at the statehouse. When the weak, wimpy Republicans were trying to trample on it, he has stood up to protect life and protect the unborn and pass the heartbeat bill in Ohio. When John Kasich and a lot of the moderate establishment Republicans were trying to kill the heartbeat bill. And they talk about all the fights we've been in where I've stood for life. I've stood for religious liberty. I've stood for religious freedom. And they just talk about the fact that I'm a fighter. And so, yeah, we, we have every day there's more and more pastors who are adding on to our, our, our list of pastor endorsements. And, Linda, one of the beautiful things is it's driving the media and the liberals crazy because, you know, they're, they're, it really triggers them because they think it violates, you know, their notion of, quote-unquote, separation of church and state. But as you and I know and your listeners know, nowhere in the Constitution do we read anything about separation of church and state. And right. in the history of the C3 code of the IRS, exactly zero churches have ever lost their C3 status. This whole thing is just fabricated by the secular left and the radical left and the media to try to intimidate Christians and intimidate pastors. 
and we're just not going to stand for it anymore. And so we're standing up and we're fighting, and we've got all these pastors and Christian activists who are getting political from the pulpit. And uh, I think it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing, and what's really hypocritical, of course, the left has been doing that all throughout the last few decades in the in uh, liberal leaning churches, and so uh, it's just an intimidation tactic. And we, it, it, you know, I just praise you for standing up and doing the right thing and taking advantage of the reality that that is perfectly possible. So tell us about um, just for people that the few people I think there may be a few still kind of uh, not totally sure about the campaign, about the major issues that you champion? Sure. So one of them is reinstilling faith in all aspects of society. And so when I watch what the radical left and secular left are doing, they're, they're, they're going to the Sololinsky playbook or the socialist playbook, which is trying to take God out of everything. And I believe we should be going the opposite direction. Rather than watering down on the Judeo-Christian bedrock of America, we should be doubling down on it, and we should be instilling faith in the classroom, in the workplace, and everywhere in society. And so that's one thing I'm running on. The second is uh, standing up for religious liberty under the United States Constitution and really working with United States senators like Ted Cruz and Mike Lee and Cynthia Lummis and others who are constitutionalists who understand the foundation and history of religious freedom in this country and to understand that the framers, they never had a problem, ever, with politics in the church. What they wanted to defend against was government um, getting involved and intruding on our freedom as men and women of faith. And so having politics in the church and having the church be active in politics is a beautiful thing. But what we want to guard against is the government telling us what we can and cannot do. And so that's one of the things that I've been fighting very strongly, you know, on behalf of, uh, you know, men and women of faith here in my state, but frankly, throughout the country, this is a, a national constitutional issue. A, thir- a third thing is trying to uh, stop this transgender craziness. And I, I think the important thing to understand with this transgender craziness, as we look at that issue, it's, it's part of a bigger problem. And the problem is the, the left in this country they, they view America as one nation under government, whereas you and I and your listeners, we know that America is not one nation under government. It's actually one nation under God. And when we view America the right way as one nation under God, the rules don't change because those rules have been around for thousands of years, whether it's a rule like boys are boys and girls are girls or that marriage is between one man and one woman, or that abortion is murder and violates thou shalt not kill in the Ten Commandments. These are rules, these are eternal truths that have been around for thousands of years. But when the left tries to advocate a society that's one nation under government, they can just make up the rules as they go along and change the rules. And that's what they're doing with you know, telling eight-year-olds that there's 52 genders and you can just pick your genders. I mean, it's a bunch of baloney. Um, it's what yeah. they're doing also with a lot of the uh, – um, I don't know if you saw today – but today the Biden administration announced that on uh, April 11th, which is in a couple weeks, that the um, on a U.S. passport um, you will have the operation to just put the letter X as your oh, gender. Gee. Oh, but there they go. Mm-hmm. This stuff's insane. It's totally crazy. And, and so you have a lot of Republicans who are weak and wimpy, and, and they're afraid to stand up to this stuff because they don't want to be called uh, – transphobic, Islamophobic, racist, this, that, the other. But, you know, the the left can call me any names they want. It doesn't make it true. 
And the reality is the intolerant ones is the media. The intolerant ones is the left. The intolerant ones are the Democrats. We're not the intolerant ones. You know, we are trying to live under these biblical values and beliefs that have been around for thousands of years, and they are the intolerant ones trying to trample on our beliefs. Absolutely. In case you're just joining us, folks, we're talking with Josh Mandel, who is the leading Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate here in Ohio in the upcoming primary. And so tell us about that issue, because there's been a lot of confusion. When is the primary at this point going to be held? Yes. So just yesterday, the federal court said it's going to be May 3rd. And so it, 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 unless something changes again, it sounds like it's going to be May 3rd for my United States Senate race, for the governor's race, for the congressional races. But it also sounds like the state legislative races are going to get pushed to another date. Yes, back in the summer, right? Somewhere. That's what it sounds like. It's a little unclear. But as far as my race for United States Senate, um, it, it, it sounded like we're going to our election day will start May 3rd, which actually means in Ohio voting starts on Tuesday. And so. You know, it's in voting will start in three days from today. And so if you think okay. about that, I mean, it is any of your listeners who are here in Ohio, I hope you vote for me, Josh Mandel. I'd be proud to earn your support. I'm a fighter fighting for religious liberty and the biblical values that we hold dear. If you don't live in Ohio, go on my website, joshmandel.com, pitch in a donation, offer to volunteer. We have Christian activists all throughout America who are helping my campaign. Again, it's uh, joshmandel.com, J-O-S-H-M-A-N-D-E-L.com. Um, I, we don't have but a, a couple more minutes in this segment. And maybe in the next segment, I'd like for you to, to talk a little bit, if you want to, about the differences between you and some of your other your opponents, uh, if, you, if you'd like to. Uh, but let's just talk a little bit. Tell us about some of your very impressive endorsements in this campaign? Sure. Well, I got endorsed by Ohio Values Voters. Ohio Values Voters is one of the main leading family values organizations in the state. Um, They are leading the charge to stand up for traditional family values, to stop the comprehensive sexification in the schools, to stop the transgender craziness in the schools, to stop the critical race theory in the schools. And so I'm, I'm very grateful to have the support of Ohio Values Voters. I've been endorsed by Family PAC, which is a a national family values organization that gets behind United States Senate candidates and House candidates and others who will stand up for family values and biblical values and not just stand up, but actually fight, have uh, a willingness to uh, stand in the gap and fight for what we believe in. I've been endorsed by the uh, Ohio Right to Life Action Coalition. This is a a coalition of uh, very strong, pointy tip of the spear, uh, pro-life activists and leaders here throughout the state of Ohio. I've been endorsed by a Mike Lee, U.S. Senator from uh, Utah, Cynthia Lummis, U.S. Senator from Wyoming. Both of those senators were actually endorsed by Jim DeMint and the Senate Conservatives Fund. Just so you, you know, your listeners have a sense of what kind of leaders they are, strong constitutional conservatives. Uh, General Michael Flynn just endorsed me, and uh, wow. you know he, uh, he's been very supportive. Uh, my, um, Mark Levin, the uh, great one, the uh, radio host, Fox Mm News personality, he's endorsed me. And so we've got this group of constitutional conservatives and fighters who are getting getting behind me both in Ohio and nationally. Well, that's wonderful. And I heard a wonderful ad from uh, a longtime friend of mine, Sandy Rios, who is a radio talk show host for American Family Radio, endorsing you and an ad for you this morning. I heard that on the radio. 
And uh, she's also past president of Concerned Women for America. So, uh, so many, many good things to talk about. We will continue our discussion with Josh Mandel, who is a Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate for the May 3rd primary, folks. If you are not registered, get out there and register right now and then go vote. Early voting is starting right away. We will continue talking with Josh about, you know, what makes him different from the other candidates and some of the other issues he will face as a U.S. Senator when we come back here on Mission America Radio. This is Linda Harvey. Stay with us. We'll be right back following these messages. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we're talking today with Josh Mandel, who is Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate here in Ohio. And the May 3rd primary, folks, is coming up with early voting starting any time. Make sure you vote. And he is the leading candidate right now, but he does have, of course, uh, challengers. Uh, many other people want that same position. So, Josh, tell me a little bit about your opposition and how you differ from, from some of them. Sure. Well, one guy running against me, uh, Mike Gibbons, is uh, pro-choice. You know, when he was asked uh, his position on abortion, he said that women should have a right to choose, which is the definition of pro-choice. And so for any of your listeners that care about protecting the unborn and stopping abortion, not only am I the strongest candidate who, who and I've really stood up against both Democrat and Republicans on this issue. Even I even took on Kasich when he was trying to block the heartbeat bill. And this guy, Mike Gibbons, is running against me is, is pro-choice. And uh, he actually had the audacity to say that, quote, he thinks that, that Roe is, is the law of the land. And, uh, you know, Gibbons is just you – know, he, he'd be like a Mitt Romney or like a Susan Collins or a Lisa Murkowski. He'd be like basically like a Democrat on, on abortion. And so that's one of the guys running against me. Um, there's yeah, a, let, a let me just let, yeah, go ahead. let me just uh, I'll read some of the from the Associated Press. Uh, he told the, the Associated Press that he, quote, personally opposes abortion, but politically he's not a woman, <laughs> so he wouldn't choose for them. I mean, that has a lot of uh, that ra- a lot of ramifications now that we've heard from our Supreme Court justice nominee who can't define what a woman is. But, uh, you know, a lot of people know that abortion's wrong, even if, even if you're not a woman. Uh isn't that correct? Of course it is. Abortion is murder. And, you know, every time, you know, Democrats like Pelosi, Schumer, or Biden push for abortion, or every time a Republican like Mike Gibbons says he's okay with abortion, you know, what happens is uh, children die, babies die. And uh, there's nothing okay about it, there's nothing funny about it. It is sad, it is tragic. And it's one of the reasons why we can only be electing U.S. senators who are strongly pro-life without exception. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not about us adults and women only. There is another person involved, the child, and you just don't hear much about that. And when people start dwelling a lot on all, it's all about the woman. No, it's about both of them, both the baby and the woman. And so... Yeah, that tells you a lot. So tell us then, uh, go on, tell us about other people involved in this race. Sure. So, you know, one guy running against me is named J.D. Vance. Uh, He is and has been a never-Trumper for a long time. You know, Vance, uh, you know, there's just this library of video where J.D. Vance just trashes Trump over and over and over again. And, 
the thing that's worse than him trashing Trump is that he went beyond trashing Trump, and then he trashed all of us who were Trump voters. And uh, he used the Hillary Clinton talking points that you know somehow were racist and xenophobic and deplorable for supporting Trump. And I think we're patriotic for supporting Trump. And uh, you know it's one of the reasons why J.D. Vance is tied for last place in the polls is because you know once voters heard in his own words that you know he just hates Trump, um, you know his uh, his support just totally cratered. Right. And then there's uh, Jane Timken. Sure. So so Jane was the party chairman. You know she sort of represents I'd say the moderate establishment wing of the Republican Party. And, you know, one of the reasons why Jane Timken has had trouble in this campaign is because uh, she defended the congressman from Cleveland who voted to impeach Trump. Um, There was this rhino um, trader congressman from Cleveland named Anthony Gonzalez who voted to uh, impeach Trump. And Jane Timken defended him, uh, defended Gonzalez. You know, she said that his vote to impeach Trump was rational that he had a good reason for doing it, that he's an effective legislator. And, you know, I think a lot of voters just sort of see her as disqualified after she defended uh, the the vote to impeach Trump. Right. A lot of this uh, just sounds like people you know, going with the winds of, of, uh, the, of politics rather than having firm convictions that don't change. You know, isn't that really important in a candidate? Absolutely. You know, people... They describe me as a fighter, but they also describe me as a consistent conservative, that my positions have never changed. I've always been full-spectrum pro-life. I've always been full-spectrum pro-family. I've always been a fighter willing to take on not just liberal Democrats, but folks like Kasich and Romney and others who are Republicans who you know, act like Democrats and uh, who really become Democrats. And so, yeah, I mean, when you it, it's so interesting, you know, when you look at uh, – Gibbons, who came out, you know, was pretty strongly pro-choice. Um, when you look at the um, Jane Timken position of uh, defending the impeachment, um, when you look at the Vance positions of being anti-Trump, you know, what happens is, you know, they had all these positions before they were running for the U.S. Senate, and then all of a sudden they decide they're running for the U.S. Senate, and they oh. They change their mind, and it's so transparent. You know, the voters can see right through it, and they can smell fake. And you know, I think when they the voters look at folks like you know the my opponents, the ones you mentioned, they just sort of see them as fake, and uh, you know, folks who will give in to the Republican Party bosses and give in to the media in Washington, you know, rather than actually uh, standing up um, for the Judeo-Christian bedrock of our country, standing up for protecting life from conception to natural death and standing up for religious freedom and religious liberty. So looking forward to your, um, let's just jump ahead. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to win the primary, okay? Then who do you think, uh, you know, Tim Ryan is likely to be your your uh, opponent? We've got about one minute. Tell us why any of the Democrats, perhaps him, would be uh, wrong for Ohio. Sure, well, Tim Ryan, you know, when he ran for president, he... Uh, came out for the Green New Deal, which would kill jobs throughout Ohio. He came out for defund the police, which I don't know anyone in our state who thinks that's a good idea. And he's voted with Pelosi 95% of the time. And, you know, Tim Ryan will just be sort of like a Pelosi, Elizabeth Warren 2.0, which we can't afford for our state. You know, what we need is to send to Washington reinforcements for constitutional conservative fighters, 
fighters like Ted Cruz, Jim Jordan, Donald Trump. And that's what I'm going to do, Linda. I'm going to Washington to be a fighter um, and to stand up for the Constitution and to stand up for life and to stand up for the Judeo-Christian bedrock of America. And when people go to my website, they can see it there in very plain English. It's uh, joshmandel.com, J-O-S-H-M-A-N-D-E-L.com. I am pro-God, pro-gun, pro-liberty, pro-life, and pro-Trump. That's fantastic. So thank you so much for all you've done. Thank you for bringing out these issues in this campaign, running an incredibly impressive campaign. And uh, I just ask my listeners to pray for you. And uh, uh, we'll talk on the other side of the primary. And uh, God bless you, Josh. God bless, Linda. Thank you for everything you do to, to stand up for our values, our way of life, and our republic. Thank you so much. And just remember, folks, just remember, with God, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.